Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hello, everyone. Welcome to News Fighters. It's Tuesday, the 14th of May, 2019, and it's the final week of the campaign, and it's the final episode of News Fighters before the election. Are you pumped? Anyways, on to the weekend's big event. Scott Morrison and family front and centre as the Liberals launch for re-election. And of course, the big takeaway for viewers at home was the pitch by the man wanting to be Australia's next Liberal leader, Josh Frydenberg. Welcome to Melbourne, the city that never sleeps. Yeah, thanks, Josh. We all know Sydney sucks, but hey... I hardly think it's a fair label now, given the Hungry Jacks in Ashfield is open 24 hours. Anyways, go on. And that tragically and sadly has seen another Carlton loss to Collingwood. <laughs> okay, again, as a Sydney cider, I have no idea what he just said. It sounded like English, but I didn't know any of those words. Anyways, on to Scott Morrison's speech. And I thought he summed up the whole campaign launch day perfectly when he said this. For some today... It is a painful void. Yes, very true. And ScoMo's speech and the whole day in general was very much all about introducing and selling Scott Morrison, almost like presidential myth-building, focusing on his close-knit family and his upbringing in the suburbs. We all lived together in a house we shared with Dad's aunt, who owned the house, and he invited Mum and Dad to come and live with her, had separate flats in the house that they made when they got married. And we had great times together in our family. We knew the same disappointments and joys and challenges of so many other families. Um, okay, ScoMo, are you sure that's your upbringing and you're not just reading the beloved Australian novel Cloud Street by Tim Winton there? Two families, united in loss, will discover life's greatest gift in a living, breathing house. Anyway, ScoMo's campaign speech was unified around a single theme. I believe that Australia is a promise to everyone who has the great privilege to call themselves an Australian. Keep the promise of Australia to all Australians. 
and so we can keep the promise of Australia to Australians in this generation and the next. Thank you very much. Now, Scott Morrison copped a lot of flack on social media from people saying that it just didn't make any sense. So now let me re-edit it for you for clarity. I believe that Australia is a country. And you know what Australia is? It's also Australia. That's the promise of Australia, friends. Okay, much clearer now, I think so. Anyways, his message of inclusion around this promise of Australia thing had some interesting elements to it. An Australia where you are accepted and acknowledged, regardless of your age, your ethnicity, your religion, your gender, your sexuality. Wait, 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 what? Sorry, what was that last one? Your sexuality. Hmm, interesting you should say that, Prime Minister, because on Monday you were asked if you believed if gay people went to hell, and you said this. What's your belief? Do gay people go to hell? I support the law of the country, and I always don't mix my religion with politics and my faith with politics. Okay, first of all, I can't believe this isn't a bipartisan issue that the candidates actually have to state their opinions on. Bill Shorten came out at the third debate and said this. I don't think if you're gay, you're going to go to hell. Today, ScoMo actually had to clarify that he didn't believe gays went to hell and said this. It is not my view that that's the case. People's faith are people's faith and you know, I'm not running for Pope, I'm running for Prime Minister. Yeah, because we all know if anyone in the Liberal Party is running for Pope, it's going to be Tony Abbott. And as for this... I always... Don't mix my religion with politics and my faith with politics. Well, ScoMo, then why did you do this in the middle of the election campaign? Scott Morrison, of course, invited the media into his Pentecostal church in Sydney for the first time yesterday. Scott Morrison and his family joining parishioners at their Pentecostal church in Sydney's Sutherland Shire. Anyways, it wouldn't be a presidential-style campaign launch without the lushly produced biographical films that they're known for. And the Liberals' one was so expensive that they almost splashed out and bought a microphone. Jenny and I met when I, th I think I was 12, 11 or 12. And I think that was about year nine, and I saw him again, and... Um, Thought he was cute and all the rest. He took my name on the train and never called. Okay, a couple of things there. First of all, ScoMo, you love rat, getting a number and not calling. How dare you? And second of all, when did you meet again? I, th I think I was 12. 11 or 12. Um, I think that was about year nine. Okay, wait a second. So either ScoMo skipped like four years in school and was in year nine as an 11 or 12 year old, or this 11 or 12 year old was getting phone numbers off year nine girls? You rascal. The film also featured a cameo from their kids who talked up the Prime Minister's superb cooking skills. He can cook spaghetti Oh wow, he can boil an egg. Look out, Jamie Oliver. But on a sombre note, the documentary uh, made sure to take the time to talk about the issues that have touched ScoMo deeply. He loves the sharks. He talks about the sharks, talks about the players. He is fully committed. He loves them. Okay, so Prime Minister Scott Morrison got his biographical film, which introduced him to the people of Australia. But I went back and looked at the Labor campaign launch, and I saw that Bill Shorten didn't get his biographical film. So I thought I should make one. Born in Melbourne in 1957, Bill Shorten first gained national attention as a union leader, attending the Beaconsfield Mine Rescue in 2006. 
something he hasn't stopped talking about since. As a union leader at the Beaconsfield Mine Tragedy. The Beaconsfield Mine Collapse. The Beaconsfield Mine Tragedy. A dedicated husband and father. I'm a husband, I'm a father. He married Chloe Bryce in 2009. I'm like all Aussie men, I punch above my weight. And together they had one child, Captain Getter. Bill Shorten is my father, what's going on? When it comes to food, Bill Shorten loves his Vegemite on toast. Vegemite toast, the breakfast of champions. Vegemite on toast? Yeah, like it was a sourdough. Except when he says he loves peanut butter. Peanut butter or Vegemite? Peanut butter. He also loves Big Macs. And they had 10 Big Macs a day. Yes, there's a cost to not eating the Big Macs. Almost as much as he loves talking to voters about lettuce. What's your favourite type of lettuce? Being from Melbourne, Bill Shorten loves his AFL. Go Except when he says he loves rugby league. Go the storm, go rugby league in Victoria. But he doesn't just love sport. Bill Shorten is also up with all the pop culture. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I haven't seen this series. And when it comes to sci-fi, Bill Shorten impresses all the nerds with his encyclopedic knowledge. And when you add on Star Trek Express... And the other assorted extreme right-wing bar scene from Star Wars... Bill also loves regaling audiences with witty anecdotes. I remember Vince Serendi cracked a joke about Australian cuisine. Was it funny? Australia's... How lazy are Aussies? We just put the cheese in the Vegemite in the one jar. I love that. Ah, Serendi. Classic Serendi. Classic Serendi. Saw a very funny cartoon. I don't know if it's true. A meme of... uh, of uh, Michelle Obama, Barack Obama's looking at a computer screen. Michelle saying, don't read that, just go to bed. Some good advice there, I suspect. (laughs) Also conscious of Australia's harsh environment, Bill Shorten makes sure to play it sun smart. Applying sunscreen to his face with his knuckles. Bill Shorten is also good with names, just not Lee Sales. But what we have said, Fran... Or when he got the name wrong of New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. And with Mr Macron and with Mr Trudeau and all the other leaders, Mr O'Neill in New Zealand. Or when he just kept calling Scott Morrison Digger for some unknown reason. You had a good crack, Digger. I'm not talking about who won the fifth of Flemington, Digger. Bill Shorten's also good with complex medical terminology. For hip surgery and uh, and, uh, cataracts. Also a man of human emotions, Bill Shorten knows only to swear when absolutely necessary, like at the Daily Telegraph. That they play gotcha shit about your life story. Or at his liberal opponents. They've had enough of the cuts. Or when he just can't get a meat pie. Bill Shorten come in my shop um, asking um, Boss Castle Pie, but I say to sorry, it's sold out. He turned around here in the corner. They say F word. His human emotions were also on display after the horrific Christchurch terror attacks when he reassured and comforted a frightened country with this message of hope, peace and unity. Do not watch the footage. That is what the bad people want us to do. Do not share the footage. That is what the bad people have sought us to do. Do not let this into our lives. This is not normal. Do not make this violence normal. Evil is never normal. Evil is never part of daily life. That day, Bill Shorten's message was so perfect that he decided to do it again for a second take. Honestly, don't let the bad people, this is bad. That was just so honestly the bad, I just... Do not watch the footage. This is not part of our daily lives. It should never be accepted as part of our daily lives. All good? His soaring rhetoric is also perfect for explaining complex economic policy. If I stop giving someone who's wealthy some money, 
We're stopping giving them some money. And in defining his personality and leadership, Bill Shorten knows exactly what he doesn't want to be. I'm not a lone ranger. Not going to be a messiah. At least I'm not a homophobe. I don't want to be the fashion police. And after five long years of being opposition leader, Bill Shorten is finally gaining recognition amongst the electorate. I thought that John, uh, Bill Shorten... My question is to Mr Morris. No, not Mr Morris. Mr. And he's also gained the same level of recognition amongst famous showbiz personalities like Sophie Monk. Who, who do you think it is, Sophie? I don't know. It's Bill Shorten. No. <laughs> and after a brutal election campaign, Bill announces Australia is at that crosswords. Crossroads. And if he is elected Prime Minister, Bill Shorten has a lofty agenda that many say he won't fulfil. If I'm Prime Minister, I will adhere to the law of the land. Ahead in the polls, his overflowing confidence has been on display all year. This election's yours for the taking, isn't it? No, I, um... Do you know that... Well, late... the polls suggest it is. Well... And that trademark confidence... Well... ...has now been put into a classic Labor campaign song. Well... So on May 18, when you vote, remember... Australia is at that crosswords. Okay, everyone, that's News Fighters for today. It's the last episode before the election. We're going to be back in the week after the election with a big wrap-up of all the election night coverage. Can't wait for it. Don't forget, subscribe on your podcasting apps. Follow us on Twitter at NewsFightersPod. Look us up on YouTube where we're going to have the Bill Shorten video as an actual video. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.